Hi, I'm Andy Clark, and you're listening to a podcast with a series of short interviews made at a special workshop looking into the idea of the commons in academia. This episode features the thoughts of a number of academics who attended the day. The event was held at the Utrecht University by the Utrecht Young Academy, the Open Science Community Utrecht, and the research collective The Vaag. There's also a longer podcast available featuring interviews with the key speakers from the day and the organisers themselves. In this shorter interview podcast, the speakers introduce themselves and share their thoughts on why they think the idea of the commons in academia is so important to them. My name is Guy Giltner. I'm a professor of medieval history at the University of Amsterdam and the co-founder of Scholarly Hub and Bodo Archive. Uh, and I'm very interested in, well, the dem- democratization of knowledge that the internet and digital resources uh, allow us to, to, to create. We're talking about commons and sharing resources and having open data and open science in general. Um, why is that important? I think there are um, huge barriers to uh, understanding and disseminating uh, the insights of science and research in general. Um, and also what interests people in general. And uh, those barriers have been created uh, in diverse ways that we need to understand. Uh, We need to understand if they're needed, uh, if they're actually important. Uh, Barriers are not necessarily bad, but uh, I think there's a lot of misinformation around there uh, and a lot of uh, opacity about what's being produced, how it's being produced, how it's being evaluated. and uh, in combination with a, an academic culture, at least in certain fields of publish or perish, um, we, need, we need to make this, we need to have a clearer stance about that as, as scientists. And uh, what are you hoping to achieve from today? Uh, apart from getting to know some people who are uh, clearly much more knowledgeable than I am, um, I think we've been just brainstorming at the kind of workshop part of the, of the day. I'm hoping to understand more concretely what steps we can make within our communities and also globally to improve a pretty dire situation, uh, given that there are just so many great people and ideas and also software out there that can help us move forward. Dire situation? Yeah, the combination. So not only what's happening, not only the uh, paywalls and the $10 billion publishing industry that is basically suffocating science, but also uh, it feeds into a hierarchical and non-meritocratic system, which manifests in different countries and different academias in different ways. Um, it, it, so it feeds into it in a way that is really detrimental to uh, not only research and science, but also to the mental and physical well-being of a lot of uh, students and uh, academic staff members, which... I see on a daily basis. Okay. Having said that, then, can you be optimistic about the principles of open science and and the commons being adopted in practice? I'm definitely optimistic. Otherwise, I wouldn't be banging my head against the wall uh, in my own initiatives and the ones that I try to support and promote. Uh, I think I got very inspired today by some of the talks in the first half of the day. Uh, by practitioners and by uh, fellow uh, scholars. And I got some very concrete ideas about how to be inclusive, how to open up. But also we had a nice lecture by a behavioral scientist who suggested quite ready-made solutions to uh, how to incentivize 
people. I really believe in creating paths of least resistance to doing the right thing. We're nowhere near yet that, that, that place yet in terms of when it comes to open science, real open science uh, or open access. But uh, I think where there's a will, there's a way. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thanks, Andy. Hi, can you tell me who you are, please? Yeah, hi, my name is Taranj Kansari, and I run, uh, I've written and run an MA called Design for Cultural Commons, so uh, in London, at London Metropolitan University. Okay, so have I've you come all the way? To, oh, come to all the way to, to, yeah, to yeah to listen to this, yeah. Okay, uh, and why why then? Um, well, when you run uh, a course on the commons, in a way, you have to really think about also how do you deal with all the knowledge that you're producing. So it needs to kind of deal with all the aspects from the institution perspective as well, and it's not something I've come across so much. And and I suppose I what I'm really interested in is yeah what has been really discussed from the type of knowledge that's produced and the kind of enclosure through language to, you know, how do we make it accessible? I'm also really interested in the non-enclosure of disciplinary, uh, you know, of disciplines in a way. So actually the, the course that I've written is runs across very many schools within the university in order to break those. And so from within, so I, I really like the idea of the incremental, you know, from within kind of trying to, just by the way we design a course, we start to break some of those institutional issues rather than from the top down. And where do you think universities are now when it comes to the commons and making science open? I find the language very problematic because um, doing a lot of interdisciplinary work, you know, I don't understand the research from scientists and I'm an academic. <laughs> so, so I think that kind of in order to have that interdisciplinarity and opening knowledge up i think there's a there's also a notion that the commons could actually it's not just about their governance but it is about a way of thinking as well um, and to really open that up i think there needs to be another kind of arena where language could actually become common <laughs> and and what what that could be and I don't, you know, necessarily think it should be English, but but it's it's it, it's very complex. But I think that um, is very very important for us to also come up with new ways of doing things. You know, that's what I'm ultimately also interested in in whether the commons can become a way um, as as a concept for us to come with come up with new models of 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 doing things in in our society today. Do you think that's doable? I think it's a big ask, but I actually don't think we should be so shy about it. I think what I'm, and I do think it's happening in, in the UK, for example, there are these citizens assemblies and I don't think they're necessarily commons, but what they are is that, that you're seeing that at the political level, decision-making is being decentralized um, at local authority level, municipality level. And this is one particular municipality which I belong to. And that those things, when I see these kind of movements happening, then I see that there is hope. It might not be an immediate, it might be 50 years down the line or something, but I think we need to, within the commons, kind of take these things on and then push them towards the commons. So I think there is a lot of, you know, I get loads of people 
institutions coming to me and going, we have to change the way we're thinking. We have to collaborate more. We have to decision make more. We have to own more collaboratively, but we don't know how to do it. So if we are not that, we don't have that skill set uh, or we, we don't have the application of that, we can't jump on that quickly enough. And I think that becomes problematic because we'll lose out to other things. So I, I think application is really important than theory. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, thank Can you, you introduce yourself, please? Yes, I'm Asitelli from University of Ziegen, research fellow there, and uh, working on the Commons and Cooperative Idea for several years. Okay, and why are you here today? Um, yeah, basically uh, just because it's out of research and uh, personal reasons and uh, interest in solving problems, common problems together collectively. Uh, what's so important, do you think, about the idea of the commons? I think it's the priority uh, nowadays in, in, in terms of uh, just uh, connecting the dots and understanding whereabouts of, of the world, basically where the world is going. We're facing tough problems and the problems uh, are at such a such a level and stake that they need very fast solutions and these solutions are not going to come uh, hierarchically or from uh, sort of uh, top bottom uh, organizations at all or from let's say uh, the acclaimed leaders but from the grassroots uh, bottom up so um, that's why we need to just um, collect our minds and try to augment in terms of uh, sort of uh, the mind building uh, together and and collective identification uh, of, of all that's possible. So you see a direct link between commons and open science in the universities and solving the biggest problems in the world? Exactly. I've been in academia enough to understand that academia is, is not going to prescribe uh, for the problems at stake and that we need to uh, work civically and uh, try to move out of our own shoes and move out of our own ivory towers in order to um, sort of understand what's going on around us and, and not really believe in common value systems of academia that's been going on for the uh, last few centuries. And sharing knowledge is a huge part of that. Exactly. Okay, thank you very much. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Hi, can you tell me your name, please, and where you, where you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Amir Raouf. I am assistant professor at Faculty of Geosciences of Utrecht University. I am also a member of Utrecht Young Academy. Okay, and uh, why, why have you come to this day today about uh, commons? Uh, because I heard uh, several times before, obviously, about the commons and uh, commons management. And this uh, workshop is about how, to, uh, how we can apply the skills from commons and commons management to the university issues. And that's as I am a university researcher, I'm interested to learn these methods. Why, why are you interested? Because at university, we also have resources and we have communities and we have rules that um, those resources can be used by the community. So that's exactly the case that uh, I feel the principles of commons can be used to get a better usage of the resources at university as it has been used outside in the outside world about the re natural resources and it was successful in several cases. And what are you hoping to get from today? Well, today we had in especially we had a project about uh, publisher parish. So I have taken part in that project. And basically today we are thinking how can we 
apply the skills from commons to make a better process of publications, either about the process itself being more transparent and and more visible uh, and in a, a time span that is useful for the academia and outside world, as well as uh, being completely open source to the whole uh, globe, basically. And are you optimistic that these open source principles will actually be used in practice? Yes, I am optimistic, of course. But I do know that there are lots of challenges for it as well, of course, because in, in practice, people think differently. And in general, in commons, to me, it's something, yeah, it's, it's commons. It's about the collective actions. It's about people doing things together. So obviously, there are some obstacles for that. Some people are concerned about uh, sharing of their resources, or some people are basically concerned about putting their money or the time and the benefit is for other people, which are just, to me, some outer shelf appearance of uh, these methods. But behind it is a really rich environment and it's something that uh, individually as a collective you can benefit from it. So, I, yes, I am very positive about comments. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, thanks. That's Amir Rauf ending this podcast. The interviews were recorded at a special workshop day looking into the idea of the commons in academia. It was held at Utrecht University by the Utrecht Young Academy, the Open Science Community Utrecht and the research collective The Waag. There's also a longer podcast recorded from the day featuring the key speakers and the organisers. If you'd like to react to anything you've heard in the podcast or know more about this initiative, then you can get in touch with the Utrecht Young Academy. The email address is uya at uu.nl. That is uya at uu.nl. My name is Andy Clark and thanks for listening.